0: Welcome to Mom Chats with Karen and Susie. We are two moms who enjoy heart to heart conversations about life. We chat about everything from parenting to education to our dreams and even to our soul journey. Join us
1: as we explore these topics and more on Mom Chats.
0: to Mum Chats. Today's episode is going to be about the holiday season and some of the traditions that have been part of our lives all this time and creates those kind of memories that are cherished um, from one generation to the next. So what comes to mind? Uh, share with me some of your memories that you have of yourself, what Christmas was like or, you know, how did you celebrate it or just what shows up for you when I ask that?
1: Um, Christmas is always really special to me. It's one of my favorite holidays. Uh, I remember when I was growing up, as you know, I come from Italian background. Um, So our Christmas was um, very family oriented. I always remember gatherings with large groups of cousins. Um, And I remember Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, what we would do. So let me start by Christmas Eve. Regular Italian tradition for Christmas Eve is to have a fish dinner. So we make a nice, fancy fish dinner, and then we don't open pres- presents on Christmas Eve. We actually go to mass. We go to a midnight mass. Um, that's usually what I remember, even when I was little. And I remember even when I was little, I didn't like going because it was late at night and I was tired. <laughs> and you end up sleeping on the bench. But <laughs> yeah, that's my memory of that. But I do remember it being special because, you know, usually the church is very dark. There's only the light, um, small lights from the trees. Um, Everybody's singing Silent Night. It's really pretty. So that was Christmas Eve. And usually we would do that just with our own immediate family. Sometimes even when we'd get home from the Mass, we would open presents. So when we'd get home like middle of the night, like 1 a.m. or whatever time, uh, we would all go by the Christmas tree and open presents. Uh, I'll go to sleep much later. Uh, And I do remember that tradition really well. And then Christmas Day, we would always gather, like I said, with cousins. So we'd have um, usually about 30 people gathering, and we would have a big meal. And our big meal would always be the lunch. So we'd have a really big lunch meal. And uh, just hang out together, have a lot of fun, play with my cousins. If there was new toys or anything like that, we'd be playing with those or bringing them along to show everybody what we got. And uh, usually there wasn't a lot of stuff, not like nowadays. Um, you'd probably have one or two special things that you that you got um, and that was it. It was, I just remember being really centered around family.
0: Mm. Oh my goodness, that sounds so lovely. <laughs> You're probably very similar. It is very similar, right? Um, I come from that Asian or Chinese background. And very similar in terms of family as well, too. Reflecting back Christmas Eve, we usually went to a family friend's house first, who always invited everybody, included a lot of my cousins, because we all shared the same family friend, I guess. <laughs> so we would always go over there for Christmas Eve. The parents often were in another place, like playing games and things like that. And then there was this uh, Chinese game called Mahjong. <laughs> so that the parents were busy doing Mahjong but the kids, we create all kinds of games and uh, we make up plays. And all I remember also is that we would sit around the piano, right? And somebody would play the piano and then we'd all sing, like all the Christmas carols. So that's what I always recall, us singing Christmas carols around the piano, playing games, playing hide and seek. And it was just so much fun, right? A lot of laughter. And like you, we'd get home at a certain time and then we were allowed to open one present, right? It's just, you know, do you choose the one that's really special that you've been waiting for? Or do you want to wait for, keep that for the next day, right? <laughs> These are the decisions that you have to make as a child. Do you want to open your worst one, your so-called worst one, or your best <laughs> <past> one? <laughs> You're laughing because you probably had that kind of decision-making too. Yeah. <laughs> let's say the next morning, we were only allowed to get our stocking um, up to our rooms before the parents woke up. And my sister would always wake up at like four or 4.35 in the morning, right? Cause she was so excited. And then I was too tired. So she would always bring up the stockings to the two of us and we'd open it on our beds kind of thing, so excited. But then we have to wait until the parents wake up before we could go downstairs. <laughs> so that was torture, like waiting and waiting till mom and dad gets up, right before we were allowed to go downstairs. <laughs> and then we'd go downstairs, but then you have to wait until we finish breakfast, and then, then we'll wait until we um, take our family portraits, right? And then it's like, okay, you can open your presents. Like, ah! And then you get excited opening all your presents, and then afterwards we'd go over to our cousins and open other presents. So our Christmas day was spent more with the cousins and then we'd go to church as well too and listen to the sermons. And yeah, that's what I remember of those two days.
1: <laughs> so it's interesting, like there's, there's similarities there. So what about nowadays? Like how have you carried forward the traditions or are you doing things completely differently?
0: It's similar. Christmas Eve, because now it's two families, right? Growing up, it was really just... Um, my dad's side of the family, because my mom's side of the family was in Hong Kong, or in Australia. So we just had that one side. Whereas now like we have my husband's side of the family and my side of the family. What we've done sometimes on Christmas Eve, we've um, combined the two families together, but that would be like 4050 people. So it was like massive. Right. But most of the years we've had Christmas Eve with one side of the family and Christmas Day with the other side of the family. Uh, So that's how we've done the family thing. So it's still all about family, lots of cousins. Yeah, we still make the kids wait until we've woken up (laughs) and come downstairs and had breakfast and take the family pictures before they can open the presents. So So, when you say take family pictures, what are you doing? Like with the Christmas tree or? Christmas tree or, you know, on the sofa, like a little bit more formal. And then we would do the informal pictures after um, those random shots kind of thing. I've started to implement like traditions, like movies, family movies, where I create a family movie every year, so that they can remember the memories of that year. So I've created an iMovie for 2020, and I did for 2019, 2018. So every year we, we watch a movie of what our family has gone through in that year. So
1: how do you create the movie? Like, are you taking clips from throughout the year?
0: Or how does that work? Yeah, it's just using the iMovie on my laptop and then using the pictures or little video clips that I've done on my cell phone and combining that with music, me talking a little bit to uh, the movie. So I create little film. They're only like 10 minutes long kind of thing. They're very short. I think
1: that is amazing. What a great idea that is to implement, like to capture the year kind of in a nutshell with you know like in a movie format like you said with photos and a little bit Mm -hmm. of video clip of things that you did in that year
0: I think that's a great idea it's like a little
1: time capsule of that year
0: that's right because I figure you know we all probably have thousands of pictures on our phone that gets downloaded onto our computer and then never gets looked at for a long time Right. So it's it's kind of fun for me to go back and, and take a look at all the pictures again and just combine it all together and, and make use and of the memories again. So so you do that at the end of the year? Mm hmm. At the end of the year. Yeah. Sometimes I do it for somebody's birthday or special occasions. Like I seem to like making little movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I've done. We also have an ornament that um, is like a silver box that looks like an envelope so inside the envelope there's a piece of paper so every year I write out on the piece of paper the changes of the child what they've gone through in that year so all they're from I think I started in 2002 till now for 18 years they can see what mummy has written about them every year inside this little so silver each child envelope. has one yeah each child has one That's a neat idea too. I like that. And it's an an ornament that you hang. And then just other things like high tea. (laughs) You know, you make sandwiches and pour out the tea. So we have this little high tea. Over the holidays or? Christmas, over the holidays, usually um, it's kind of like a Christmas brunch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because usually we would visit the family for Christmas dinner. So it's kind of more lunch breakfast type of thing right so yeah. when do you open your presents then we open it at Christmas day majority Christmas day before mm-hmm. the brunch very nice yeah how about you what what goes on in your family now
1: it evolves definitely um when the kids were young uh we would uh well we still we still do actually on Christmas Eve we spend with my husband's family um, before we had kids, we tried to do both families both days, but just doesn't work out because we were just like so full of eating two meals at each place. And, you know, you never feel like you spent enough time with each family because you were rushing to the other family. So now we kind of split it where on Christmas Eve we spend with my husband's family and Christmas Day we spend with my family. Um, and on Christmas Eve with them, we open presents at their house. Um, and it's usually a quiet dinner, you know, again, fish dinner, we usually do. Uh, and we just hang out kind of thing. Um, then when we get back, we always read the story the night before Christmas, mm. since they were like, since they were born pretty much till yeah. now, they'll do it even now, although now they protest a little bit. But uh, <laughs> it's like our little tradition where we read that book. We love the story right before going to bed on mm. Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day... Uh, Well, first of all, we open our own presents here. Um, So we wake up in the morning. We usually have a nice uh, like Christmas breakfast waffles or something like that that we make Um, and then open presents and then go to um, my side of the family and we spend the rest of the day there. We usually play games, open presents again. But as far as other kinds of traditions, we like to do something outdoors usually during the holidays. Like we've taken up snowshoeing. Or you know, sledding, tobogganing, those kinds of things. We like to do those activities if there's snow. Some <laughs> some years <laughs> okay. we can't.
0: So, do you have a particular memory of the most special gift that pops out to you in all the years that you've celebrated Christmas? Is there a particular gift story? Do you have one? <laughs> okay, I'll. Yeah, do, let me I think do. about that a
1: little okay. bit. You tell me yours.
0: I I can't remember how old I was, but I had my mind fixated on this beautiful Barbie doll. (laughs) And it was called the Miss America Barbie doll. (laughs) (laughs) She had blonde hair and she was Miss America. She had that gown and that sash that went across her her chest that said Miss America. I don't know why I loved that Miss America Barbie doll so much. I really, really wanted it. I remember hinting to my, my mom, like, Oh, Miss America Barbie doll. Everything was about the Miss America Barbie doll. And one of the fun things was trying to peek through the paper, the gift wrap paper, to look for clues as to what's in it, right? (laughs) I remember that as a child, just trying to be like a detective, trying to figure out every single present. You know, (laughs) you'd shake it or you like feel the edges and you look through the white parts of the wrapping paper to see if there's any printing on it underneath, right? And then of course, mommy and daddy's present was usually like the best present, right? The mom and dad present, it was a box that looked like it could be a Miss America Barbie doll. It was that same, that right size and stuff. And then when I peeked through the paper, I try not to rip it because we weren't allowed to rip the paper at all. But when you kind of peek through, I saw the word Christmas cards, $3.50 or something like that. And I was <laughs> so disappointed. It's <laughs> like... I can't believe my parents don't love me. They gave me Christmas cards. (laughs) I must have been very young because I don't know what I was thinking. And I thought, oh, my gosh, they gave me a box of Christmas cards. And so I remember feeling quite disappointed. And the next morning, I didn't really, like, have that excitement to get up and open the present because I knew that that mommy and daddy present was Christmas cards (laughs) But when I opened it, yes, it was a box of Christmas cards. But when you open the box of the Christmas cards, inside was the Miss America Barbie doll. (laughs) (laughs) That was a, see, she
1: probably knew that you peeped. So she had to make it, you know, extra, extra sly.
0: Oh, gosh. When I tell the story now, I thought, gosh, I was so spoiled.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have a similar story to that. Um, But I love surprises. So I wouldn't ever try to guess what the gifts were. Like I would try and actually stay away because (laughs) actually I had one bad experience and I still remember it to this day. One one year I was like determined that I had to find out what I got for Christmas. In other words, I had been asking for these games that I wanted and I wanted to know if I was going to get them. So I was looking around to try to see if I could find them anywhere. Like if my mom had hit them and guess what? I found them. I found all the games that I had asked for in her cupboard and they were underneath something. And I was so disappointed. Not, I wasn't happy because I got what I wanted. I was disappointed because I spoiled my own surprise. And I was like, oh no, now I have nothing to look forward to for Christmas because I know exactly what I'm getting. There's going to be no surprise under the tree. And I remember thinking, I love surprises more than the gift. Like, when i was I remember opening the presents and just being disappointed because I knew what it was, and of course I didn't tell that I knew but uh it i and since that day, you know I never ever look, I never even tried to guess what it is because I don't want to know I want the surprise. The surprise <laughs> is the best part
0: yeah. so we all we both have this disappointment story
1: right yeah here. that's true, but you know what the other thing is. You asked me about what was my favorite gift. You know, I have a bad memory for gifts. I can't even remember gifts, but I remember that the type of gift that was always my favorite was the one for my kids, which is like a homemade gift. Like they didn't have money to buy something. So they would always make a gift and it was pretty funny sometimes because they would just go around the house, find something and wrap it and then put it under the tree. Um, so, like, I'd find my own stuff under the <laughs> wrapped up, and I would love those gifts. Or, like, one year, um, my son Gabriel made um, a booklet, and in the oh, booklet, yes. he had wrote a story and he had drawn pictures, and he wrapped it, and I still have it to yeah. this day. It's like one of my most <laughs> treasured things. Like all those little homemade things are my favorite things.
0: I share the same stories too. Is is when the kids were little. Yes, they had no money and. They would make their own things. Usually it's a lot of uh, homemade cards or they'd wrap their own stuff, like things that they were willing to give away. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so funny, right? Yeah. yeah, but you're right. Those homemade presents are the best. Do you remember when you you really realized who Santa Claus was? Oh,
1: wow. You know
0: what? I really think
1: that I believed in Santa Claus until like grade eight. I think I, I really stretched it out, even though in my mind I kind of thought, eh, I'm not sure. I still was hopeful. I was still, I, I remember I think being in grade eight and I remember we were outside because we were outside at nighttime on Christmas Eve and I was on the driveway and I remember thinking I saw a sleigh on the street and maybe it was somebody coming by um, like pretending to be Santa Claus but I was just so excited and I thought it's real it's still <laughs> real you know I was I didn't want to give up on that for a long time and then you know afterwards you kind of figure it out
0: <laughs> yeah I think for me maybe it was like I think it was earlier than grade eight though I remember coming home through the laundry room and then there was this plastic bag on the laundry machine. And I happened to just look inside and I saw all these like, like toys, but I didn't put it two and two together that these were toys for us kind of thing, because I think my mom probably bought them uh, much earlier. But then I remember when you open your present and it was that same toy that I saw inside that bag, right? I said, mm-hmm. Hey, I remember seeing this in the, side, the, the the, the, um, in the shopping bag. Are you yeah. Santa Claus? <laughs> right? Like asking my parents because I was shocked that they were they were Santa because you know as a child you really believe. Yes. Yeah. You and I, I think, think it's, it's you know
1: there's a lot of controversy around that. Some people say, "Oh, don't let them believe in Santa because uh, it's a lie or whatever." But I think it's not that. I think it's about believing. I think it's good to teach children to believe in something they can't see, yeah. and it teaches them, you know, something. With my own kids, I never really ever told them that there's no Santa Claus, ever. They just kind of figure it out on their own, or maybe through school, through friends, who knows. But uh, they're willing to go along with it, because there's a gift from Santa, usually. (laughs) So they they don't want to tell me they don't believe, because there's always that gift there that they want.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think most kids do that, too. They they pretend. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to ask, so what do you, like, what does Christmas mean to you now?
1: Well, Christmas has a very spiritual meaning for me. Um, the meaning goes well beyond Santa Claus and gifts and things like that. It's about a bigger meaning than that uh, belief. But as far as traditions and how I relate to the Christmas holiday, to me, it's a time for joy,
0: mm-hmm. just
1: pure joy to be together as a family and uh, experience that joy together.
0: Yeah. I think for me, it's um, the spirit, right? The spirit and spirit could be described in so many ways. You, you feel, you feel something like you feel the love, you feel the gratitude, you feel the joy, you feel the connection. It's something that is so like warm and fuzzy. So. like the warm and fuzzies of the the holiday season yes we have gifts in terms of the material toy gifts kind of thing but it's the gift of giving like the symbolism behind everything and then there's the the biblical part of Christmas as well too so I've become more and more connected to that part as well too so yeah it's one of my most favorite I think it's my favorite um, holiday of the year you know, this year, 2020 holiday season will be different, but I think that we can't forget about the, the the spirit of the holidays too. Might be even more intimate because it's uh, our own direct families. And even though the other people in our lives may not physically be there, they're still in our memories and in our hearts. So it's remembering that um, all of that is there
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a special opportunity, you know, to have that, like you said, close relationships with um, the people that you love. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning into Mom Chats. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date with our latest episodes. This podcast has been sponsored by Alpha's Discovery Kids. Inspiring our future leaders through curiosity, inquiry, and discovery. And Karen Suikwan Coaching, unfolding your soul's gift to give. Thanks for listening!